Before we start the show, we'd like to remind our audio listeners that this show was developed as a video podcast. If you'd like to see any of the visuals that are referenced in this episode, we invite you to check out our YouTube channel. Simply search for the Conquer Risk podcast. You'll see all the shows we produce, including this one. And just like the audio, you can subscribe to be notified the moment a new episode drops. Enjoy the show. From Research by Potomac and the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is Who Charted. Okay, welcome everybody to another episode of Who Charted. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving weekend, but the holiday is over. We're going to get right back into it with the most exciting six minutes in markets. With me, as always, is Drew Wells. Uh, Drew, six charts, six minutes. Uh, what you bring to us on a Monday morning? First off the bat, shameless plug for our uh, research product this is an excerpt from our intermarket analysis note uh, over the past week. This is a chart of equities for rising rates relative to the S&P 500, so relative performance. 10-year uh, yield in the middle pane and then rolling three-month correlation in the bottom pane there. So I think every little pullback in uh, yields here, a lot of people are very quick to get pulled up on bonds. That's been kind of a theme, you know, all year long in these in these little pullbacks that we've seen, but um, not quite there yet. We've been highlighting that 350 level, I think, in yields in our notes for, you know, several months now is a, is a pretty important level to at least start to become incrementally bullish on bonds. Definitely not there yet, even though yields have broken down below the 50-day moving average. Take a look at equities for rising rates relative to the S&P 500, still above those summer relative highs right there. I think if we get an early breakdown there, uh, you know, strong positive relationship historically, at least all this year uh, with that relationship, but that could be an early indication. Not there yet. All right. Let's talk about the one that's on everybody's radar screen coming into this week. If you are going to get a year-end rally in the S&P 500, you need to get above that declining 40-week moving average. The weekly chart of the S&P 500 makes an appearance in our note every Monday. Red line is the 10-week moving average, roughly lines up with the 50-day. Um, we're solidly above that, and that is starting to move higher. But if you want a year-end rally, you need to get above that 40-week moving average. Now, everybody keeps telling me that the key catalyst is the dollar. So dollar index is testing its rising 40-week moving average from above. So uh, ideally, if you are equity bullish, you'd like to see that bottom chart break below the green line. You'd like to see the dollar index go below its 40-week moving average. That would increase the odds that the S&P will go above its own 40-week moving average, setting the stage for a run into year end. Right now, uh, we're bumping our head on it, um, but not there yet. So keep an eye on that one closely. All right, key levels for a year-end rally. The VIX, we write about this one a lot. A couple uh, key levels we think are pretty important are the lows from late summer right there around 19 and a half, 1950 or so, and then 1850 back in uh, the earlier part of the year. Take a look at the declining 10-day moving average of the VIX. It's been a reasonably uh, uh, definition of that downtrend, reasonably good definition of that downtrend since um, in the fall there. But I think notice how the VIX has kind of bounced off that. There's no real support resistance within the VIX, obviously, but it's very similar price structure in the VIX than what we're you know kind of seen in the summertime right there. So, you know, equity bulls are going to want to see the VIX definitely drive below that 20 level. I think that's really important. And then take out some of those previous lows, I think, to have an increasing degree of confidence 
uh, you know, the S&P could potentially continue to rally in the year end. I think if we get some of those developments that Dan talked about previously in that chart, get the VIX continuing to decline, take out some, some levels on the downside, it's going to be something to watch. All right, let's talk about commodities here a little bit. Um, and more so, this kind of lines up with know the bet you're making. Uh, I think that if you are long just a broad basket of commodities through an index like the Bloomberg Commodity Index, uh, that was an easy trade up until about April or May of this year when we actually wrote it's time to become more selective. And since that time, the commodity index itself has turned choppy. Uh, but the key driver to that choppiness is energy. Energy is a massive weight in most commodity indexes. So if you know, if you're still bullish the commodity space, you have to be mindful of the bifurcations that are taking place. Right now, metals seem to be getting all the love. Energy's under pressure. It's been under pressure. It's under pressure again this morning as we kick off the week. But they are essentially the same trade. Look at those two charts. Um, breaking down below rising 40-week moving averages. But, you know, the energy chart and the Bloomberg Commodity Index chart are essentially the same chart. So if you're making a bet on commodities broadly, you are making a heavy bet on energy. You need to be mindful of that. All right. Another international chart for you. We have been, uh, you know, kind of calling international space out for several weeks now and definitely some bullish developments that we've seen both on an absolute and a relative basis there. A lot of you, uh, you know, uh, individuals and, and advisors that are managing money have to have mandates where you're invested in the international space. That has been a very tough year this year, right? So take a look here at international small caps relative to the S&P 600. So international relative to domestic small caps right there. A lot of interesting bullish price action breaking above relative resistance to the upside above that declining 50-day uh, moving average right there. But here's the real uh, key I think you want to pay attention to is momentum in the bottom paint of that ratio, right? Taking out those prior peaks where some of those prior rallies have stalled. In particular, notice that September high right there above that 50-day moving average. That's 55 level, uh, 55 60 level really killed that uh, rally, relative rally back in the early fall. So definitely pay attention to international small caps. All right, keeping it offshore, this is a chart that we've been talking a lot about as well in our notes. Uh, it's the global Dow. Now it is global, so it does include US. Uh, but take a look at this chart. Contrast that with the S&P 500 on its own, unable to get through its 40-week moving average. Here, the global Dow went through last week, and we did a study in our work talking about how that has a bullish tendency going forward. Uh, well, last week, we extended above the 40-week moving average. Momentum is trying to break out of a bearish regime. Uh, that would happen with a break above the 60 level for the RSI. And then look at the chart relative to the S&P 500. We are knocking on the door of a breakout. Uh, international has been an underperformer for a really long time, like over a decade. Um, so obviously it's like turning a battleship. It may or may not turn on a dime. It probably won't. But I think it's something to be mindful of because we are seeing incremental outperformance on the part of global relative to the S&P 500. And just contrast these two charts, the global Dow through its 40-week moving average, the S&P 500 struggling to break through. So an interesting development in a pocket of the market where there has been nothing good to say for more than a decade. So that's what I brought to the table today. Thanks, everyone, for uh, spending some time with us. Drew, take us home. All right, everybody. Thank you for spending some time with us. Of course, if you like this kind of content, you can hit that like button and, of course, subscribe to the channel. And we will see you in the next video. We'll see you soon. Have a good week, everyone. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.